everyone, Elizabeth here with this week's episode of Anime Cons TV. This week's episode, we're going to give you some ideas of what to do with some of those old convention shirts you may have lying around or old uh, geeky shirts for different fandoms that you like. I know I have a lot of these shirts that I don't really wear anymore. Uh, they might be uh, damaged or worn out or um, not the right size or um, just something I don't really wear on a regular basis that I don't necessarily want to throw away because they might have sentimental value, but uh, they're just in a box collecting dust. Um, I also have this with a lot of old college shirts and some sports shirts, and um, I don't want to throw these away, but uh, there are a lot of cool ideas out there for things you can do uh, to reuse these shirts into uh, decorative things so that they're not in a box and you can see them and remember that you know convention you went to 10 years ago or uh, put up something of your favorite fandom of a shirt you just wore into into threads so we're gonna go over three things um, in this episode one of them is to make um, a wall mount piece um, using a art canvas the other one is making a pillow and then the third one is making a t-shirt quilt so let's get started First thing I'm going to show you is how to do this mounted wall piece out of your shirts. And to do that, all you need is a staple gun and a canvas. Then you can get these at um, Michael's. Um, I think Joann's might sell them, um, but you can find these in the painting section. Um, make sure you check to see if they're on sale or make sure you have a coupon. Um, so I got these, they're 9 by 12 inches. Uh, they come in all sorts of different sizes, smaller than this, much larger than this. But I thought this would be a good size for what I needed. And then you need your shirt. So I have this old Starbucks shirt that I got because uh, I love Starbucks. I love Battlestar Galactica and I love Starbucks. Um, but it got kind of, I don't know, the logo, it's already kind of faded. And I don't know what deodorant I used while I wore this, but uh, it did not like this shirt, so it's kind of ruined. So what I'm going to do is lay out the shirt here and put this right over it. Now you don't need to mark it necessarily, but I'm going to. So it's... I make sure I have the right size. So you want to add a couple inches around each side. I'm just going to use this ruler. So I just need one of these two. Um, I'm going to put like two inches around each side. I know you can't really see this pen marking, but I can see it here. I'm going to have to lower that then. Because what you want to do is just like you're sewing, is you want to have seam allowance to go around. So because I want it to be kind of in the center at the top here, I'm going to get it. I'm going to go right up to that neckline. It's only like an inch, but because it stretches, I can make it work. I'm going to go right up to the armholes on that side. Then you want to take your scissors, which you'll also need for all of these, and cut. The bottom first. Sorry, my arm is totally in the way of the camera. You can save this bottom part and make what's called um, like a t-shirt scarf. Um, look at that up on Pinterest. I'm not going to show that. Or you can throw it away. I'm going to throw it away. I don't need it. 
doesn't have to be exact. Everything's going to be cut up on the underside of everything. You don't need the underside of the shirt, so I'm just going to throw this all away. All right, now you have your canvas, and you have your shirt. Place it where you would like it to go. Because it was so close up to the neckline, um, I can't really have it centered because I don't have enough fabric to pull underneath, so it's going to be a little high, but that's okay. So I'm going to do is position it to where I want it to go and then start stapling it. So I'm going to flip this under really carefully. It's cutting it kind of close but as long as it's underneath then you want to use your staple gun and just put it in place like that. I'm going to pull the other side. I'm going to do the four sides first. Then you want to get the corners. And kind of pull it in. Like this. I'm going to cut off some of this excess. You can always cut away excess, you can never put it back on. It's always better to leave a lot extra than to be scrambling to get it to fit. finished wall piece. You can put this up on your wall, on a shelf, but now my t-shirt has a second life. Next I'm going to show you how to make a pillow. For this you need either batting, that way you can make it your, any size you want, or a pillow form, which you can buy at Joann's. This one is, uh, what size is this? This is an 12, 12 by 16 inch pillow and it says on it it fits covers between 11 by 15 inches and 12 by 16 inches. Now because I'm using a stretchy fabric I'm going to make it a little bit smaller than this so I'm going to make an 11 by 15 inch uh, pillowcase to go on it. Uh, so I'm going to put this aside for now. 
this is a shirt I'm going to use. This one I actually made using stencils. Um, I went to a Tony's Tony Award party the night Hamilton came out. This is my favorite, one of my favorite lyrics from Hamilton. Mostly because my friends and I have a inside joke about keys modulating. So, um, what I'm going to do is because I need an 11 by 15 inch uh, rectangle that include I need to add seam allowance to that it's half an inch on each side so I'm adding an inch to each side so I'm actually going to cut out 12 by 16 so I'm going to make sure this will actually work first so yeah I got a good plenty of room that way and plenty of room this way so what I'm going to do first is actually cut out the rough shape Make sure I have plenty of room going down first. Okay. Cut out a rough shape first so it's easier to work with. And then cut out my actual my actual shape at the end. just make it a little easier to work with Oops. as I kick my tripod okay all right so I need 12 inches so about um, nope I need 16 inches so I want the 8 inches to kind of find the middle here also you can look to see how far the text goes on each side that's two inches. That's almost three. So I need to move it over a little bit more. So I end up with about two and a half and two and a half over here. So that's about the middle. So you won't be able to see the pen marks here, but I can see them under my light. So mark out my 16 inches. Okay, then I need to do the same thing here with 12 inches. So we'll put that six right in the middle. In between those two lines. such a weird noise and then just square it off
So you're going to want to use the front and back for this. Remember sewing, you use right sides together. So I'm going to do is flip this over. Hopefully everything lines up nicely. I'm going to take my pins. And pin the four corners first. Put one on each short side. And two on each long side. Now when you sew this, what you want to do is keep a space open um, about I'm gonna do about four inches hopefully I can get it to fit um, but you need one side open to get the form in so I'm gonna sew all around this make sure you back stitch here to reinforce um, I may go a little more open that way once you turn it inside out you can fit the pillow form in so I'm gonna go sew this up real quick we'll be right back Alright, once you sew it, you also want to press open your seams and clip your corners, just like any project like this. And then you can turn that bad boy inside out, making sure to push out your corners. If you want, you can grab like a, a if you have a turning tool, or a chopstick, or a pencil, or whatever you choose to use. I'm just going to use my finger and kind of push it out. And you have your pillowcase. That is so cute. I'm just going to use the base of the seam ripper. Not the actual seam ripper. Push those corners out. Okay. Then you want to take your pillow form, get it in there. Open it all. You can also use batting for this, so if you have extra batting from a project, you can use it that way too. Alright. There's your pillow. Now, last thing you gotta do is finish up this bottom seam. There's a couple ways you can do that. Uh, one is you can sew it by hand using a whip stitch, or um, you can just fold it so you have the seam going and you'll have a stitch across the bottom. That's what I'm going to do because really when this is sitting down on a, on a chair or a sofa, you're not going to see the bottom seam. So, and it's the easiest way to do it. So I'm just going to smush this together 
and go over and run it through the sewing machine. Finally, I'm going to show you how to get started on a t-shirt quilt. I'm not going to go through the whole process because there's a lot to it, but um, the beauty of the t-shirt quilt is you can use as many or as few t-shirts as you want and kind of hodgepodge it together in whatever way you want. You know, all the squares don't have to be the same size. Um, you can, they don't necessarily have to line up. You can use whatever fabric you have in between. So for this one, I'm going to use this old, old, old Doctor Who shirt. Um, I got them from Threadless a million years ago. Everyone had this shirt at one point. Um, it also needs to be updated with two new doctors. Actually three if you count John Hurt's character. So what I'm going to do is measure out a big, big kind of rectangle shape. It also does not need to be a square. I'm just going to draw with a pen of where I'm going to cut. And the squares can be any size, really. Um, what I'm going to go for for this whole project is just kind of cut out what I have into whatever sizes I have and make it work. And for this, I'm really going to have to make it work because look how little seam allowance I have on each side. So it's going to be cut off a little bit or I'm going to have to use really tiny seam allowances, but it's okay. So I have a lot of old Doctor Who shirts, and I think I'm going to... I like them all, but they're not in great condition anymore, so... Now I have this rectangle shape. I'm going to go ahead and cut it out. seam go with it. Now my t-shirt square. Now when you're working with a quilt, the other fabrics you're going to use are probably going to be non-knit fabrics, woven fabrics. So you don't want to mix those together because what will happen is this will stretch out and then it'll get all warpy and not look great. So you need something to stabilize this. There's a couple ways you could do this. One is you can stitch it onto a regular piece of fabric. It's kind of like an underlining. But what I'm going to do is use interfacing on the back. So this is just some regular interfacing I have. This is like the 99 cent stuff from Joann's. So I'm going to cut this out. Hit it with my iron very carefully. 
This, um, so this is fusible interfacing. If you're using a non-fusible interfacing, you would sew it. But I like the fusible interfacing because it's easier. Alright, so now it's now it's all stabilized and ready to go on the quilt. What you'll want to do is kind of whatever you want to do. You can attach this right next to another shirt. You can put a border here. Um, I would recommend just going on Pinterest and looking up quilts and falling down that rabbit hole. There's also a lot of pages on doing t-shirt quilts um, that you can look up for advice. But this is how you would get started with all your different squares is your shirt and your interfacing for stabilization. I hope this episode provided you with some cool ideas of ways to repurpose these shirts that you want to hold on to. So you can have a cool pillow or something really cool to put on up on your wall. Um, maybe give these as a gift to somebody who may have been jealous of that shirt at one point in time or shares the same fandom as you or maybe missed out on that convention that year because uh, they couldn't make it. So there's a lot of other cool things you can do with old t-shirts. Uh, just go on Pinterest. I mean, I know it sounds kind of cliche, but uh, Pinterest has a lot of these ideas. Um, you can find really more um, specific details on how to do these um, three things I showed, as well as making scarves, tote bags, um, uh, making them into more wearable shirts if maybe the shirt's too big, ways to uh, take it in or um, manipulating to the shirt into a different style. There's so many uh, cool things out there you can do with these shirts and because they're made out of this knit material, when you cut it, it doesn't fray. So there's a lot of cool no-sew ideas um, you can do as well. So I would highly recommend checking that out. If you do anything cool with your old t-shirts, we would love to see it. Uh, please email us, podcast at animecons.tv or .com or I don't know, it'll be right here. Or um, share with us on any of our social media platforms. Or comment below if you're on YouTube with a link to um, something you may have done. We would really love to see it. And if you have any ideas for any upcoming episodes of Anime Cons TV, please let us know. Uh, we always welcome your ideas and um, would love to show you content that you want to see. So until next time, we'll see you all later. Bye, everybody.